three, four. The common counterpart. Welcome back to The Common Counterpart, episode 40. My name is Mark. And I'm Josh. And 40. Bowdy water. 40. Bowdy's. It's your favorite 40 story. Um, That's appropriate. Are we talking uh, a beer? Yeah. Um, well, I did not grow up where uh, Fowdy's <laughs> were, were drunk much. Oh. Uh, but uh, I was with a, a buddy one time, and they had this silly game where you put your 40 down and then they hit the top of it with theirs sure and then it it to come up and over come up yeah like a volcano Uh um and i didn't really like the taste of beer so i just did that to like three or four of them and wasted a lot of beer oh all right i there was there's always been a scientist in me yeah you were just doing experiments that's it i didn't even want to drink it some people did baking soda and vinegar do you have a 40 story uh no i don't know why i just sort of subtly thought that Mm -hmm. you were a 40 guy i don't i i just sort of uh what is it called when you like um not impress upon someone but when i project project i I projected that you grew up drinking those i was kind of rude i'm sorry no it's okay uh no in fact i didn't really grow up uh, around that much. Mm. I remember stealing one of my dad's beers one time and uh, I did not like it. Yeah. And I was like, why do people do this? But know. then you grow up and you have to be around people and you're like, oh, now I know why they do it. Mm. Hmm. Episode 40. Four, I know, I'm really cool. excited. I mean, I'm not surprised. I knew we'd get here eventually. Not surprised either. Yeah. Um, happy spring break. Oh, I know. It's nice, right? Yeah. And you know, I feel bad because spring break means different things to different people. But as an educator, <laughs> It's the only time it means something good, doesn't it? Oh, my gosh. If you are in any other industry, doesn't spring break just require more work from you? Well, and now, yeah. And you've got kids that are at the mall, and your kids are wanting to go to, to the beach. And Now, here's what I imagine, and I tell this to Corey all the time, and she's like, you're such a grumpy old man. Anytime that I'm ever out during the week, mm-hmm. my go-to quote is don't these people have jobs (laughs) i just assume like i'm running this like secret like no one knows and if it's a wednesday Mm -hmm. the street should be ghost town right and then i realize not everyone functions eight to five no in fact but i kind of want them to so that i don't have to worry about the the people one you should start shopping at six in the morning to avoid people i do you don't. There was this time period. Um, it's a couple years ago. We don't live by one now, but we used to live by one of those um, Walmart neighborhood stores. Have you mean, ever seen those? No. Like, it's like a Walmart, but it's just groceries. Oh, yeah. We've got one down the street from us. Yes. So they're open 24-7. Did not know that. Uh, or at least, I don't want to lie, uh, they're at least open ridiculous hours. So I would do, I would go grocery shopping for certain items at like 5.30 in the morning. Wow. And there was just no one there. And it was fantastic. See, I I know this is going to surprise you, but when I go out, the um, the social aspect is kind of the, the fun part for me. I like to people watch. I also am very strategic in how I shop. So I like having people there as more as obstacles. Mm, it makes it a little more entertaining. Yeah. there's yeah. It, It's as if the grocery store is, is playing a defensive game against you're, me. You're riding the Rainbow Road on Mario Kart. And I'm stuck on like... I have no idea what that is. Oh, it's like the super hard level. Like there's no sidewalls. Like you want extra difficulty. Okay. I'm looking for like qualifying and like level one where Got there's it. like no banana You're peels. looking for that easy button. Yeah, I want okay. no banana peels. Um, interesting. 
Well, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I, but I am glad to see that you're 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 learning. Do you're I have gl- my color? I mean, we're at spring break. I feel yeah, like no, the you, life. You, oh is yeah, you back are. You're you're glowing. The, That's what I like to hear. What the sun has done to your hair is absolutely amazing. My hair's natural. Naturally blonde. Naturally crazy blonde. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, your beard says something different. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah. Well, we are back with an exciting episode. I yeah, you know, and I think this was one of the first topics you brought up when yeah, we, we when started we the it, forgotten but we left it we did now we're coming back now this we forgot the forgotten now we're coming back <laughs> this holds a very near and dear place to my heart and this is gonna mm-hmm. force me to do some um soul searching okay we are talking about one of the results of fast fashion dun 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 and we are looking at the garment disposal mm-hmm. in the atacama desert say it again atacama atacama the atacama desert in chile now how do you say it though? Chile? Chile? Chile. Or Chile? I well, it depends. When you were younger. Chile. I thought it was so cool that it was called Chile. Yes. Uh, and like I realized that that's not how you say it. Greece, Turkey, the fact that there were countries that had names. Chile. Chad, I have a friend named Chad. And Chile. Chile. Um, Chile. It depends upon who I'm with. If if I think I'm around somebody who will appreciate a, good, a, a, good a gringo's pronunciation. pronunciation of Chile or Buenos Aires. Yeah. I'll come in hard. Um, so please don't dispel the, the myth that is Mark Tackett. I never took you as a fast fashion guy. I am a I am a consumer. Okay. And so the problem with being a consumer in 2022 and loving all things marketing and branding and uh, commercial commercialism. Mm-hmm. You have to analyze the backside of that, yes. which is not pretty. Uh, and this is one of them, which I was not familiar with. In regards to? In regard to this. Uh, disposing of? Yes. Okay. So the closest thing I think I have, and you probably know, I'm sure you know this, but um, I was stunned to find out, I don't know how old I was. I was pretty young, but I was watching the Super Bowl one year, and someone told me that they actually make the shirts for both teams. Yeah. And the team that wins, obviously they get their shirts and their mm-hmm. hats and everything, but the team that doesn't win, and they would of course be super European centered and just stereotypical. And they're like, oh, all of the other stuff gets sent to Africa. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't get sent to Africa, but it does get made. It gets made, but I can't imagine that uh, professional sports wants that loser swag out. Don't they destroy it? I don't know. But just that idea of like, what do you do with the unwanted stuff? Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, that's incredible. I feel like that's going to cost them a lot of money. And then I realized how much it takes to make shirts. (laughs) (laughs) And then I realized, oh, it's not costing them anything at all. No. In fact, the marketing that they're going to get or the sales that they're going to get by showing this t-shirt absolutely is going to trounce any cost of making the loser t-shirt. So the... That's that's my first recollection of as this. a as a small child. Yeah. Really. Yeah, I was okay with it, <laughs> and I don't know that I'm not okay with it now. This I'm, is my dilemma. You're gonna watch a inward process okay. as I outwardly speak about this. Topic. I am having a very difficult difficult time thinking of a young Mark Tackett internalizing the disposal of the shirts not needed. I mean, how how small was your world when you were a kid? 
Uh, it was very small. And how small is the world to even some adults? Like now you're, you, I don't know, I just feel like I've just learned a, a lot about this, mm -hmm. how small I am. Well, I think I was in fourth grade when I was surprised to find out that my teacher shopped at the same grocery store I did. Or that they left. Or that they left, or that people didn't live in the TV. Yeah, that's true too. Right. That's probably a first step. So this is a big, this is a big episode for you. It is. I'm going to have to kind of, uh, sort some things out internally. Well, so as, as someone who, I'm not really a fast fashion guy, I'm more of a, uh, usually I try to find something that I know I can wear for five, six years, and it's usually my wife or daughters who say it's time to throw that away. Mm. Um, when we talk about disposing of garments, are we talking about post third hand, post fourth hand, or are we talking about this did not sell in Mervyn's, Totally Whoa. dated myself. Wow, I meant to say Macy's. Okay, and that's even almost still dating yourself. Is it really? I don't know. I mean, minus the parade. What are <laughs> they doing these days? Do you, hey, do you youngsters still shop in stores? Yes. Okay. And now, I go to stores for fun, without the intention of buying anything. Okay, wait. You don't. You shop at the grocery store. That's different. Okay. So, okay. You I'm are a, hey, you are a I'm an riddle. Onion. I'm an onion. You are peel. I got layers, baby. All right, tell me tell me about this uh, this garment disposal stuff. All right, so let's start with some basics here, some geography. Okay. Chile. Chile is a country in South America, off the western coast. I, I was aware of that. This is the skinny one, that run. Oh, well, I don't know. People need to know this, the what it is. I feel like if I say it's the skinny one, everyone's like, oh yeah, I know that one. Yeah. No, it is it is the uh, crust. On the mm, western side of, yeah. of the pizza. Yeah. Yeah. It, it would be the crust, I guess. Yeah. And it's it's a it's a rugged, desolate place. It's not this isn't a place that people aren't lining the coast of Chile the way they line the coast of California. Was, or the coast of Brazil. Right. You definitely want the other side. Yeah. Now now we have some geography. Okay. This is a, I think I was turned on to this chill. Uh, I think that I saw this on a video first and that caused me to want to do a little bit of uh, exploration. So if I can find that video, I will repost that to our Instagram at the common counterpart. Give us a follow and check it out. Um, when sh clothing doesn't sell mm -hmm. or when they make mistakes. I didn't think about that. It has to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And what we have found or what the world has been recently turned on to is this huge desert that is just full of heaps of clothing. Um, now, heaps is an official... Heaps. H-E-A-P-S? Heaps? Heaps, heaps is a real measure of unit of measure. I did not know that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we're talking tons. We're talking 39,000 tons of clothing. Being disposed per time or currently... That's like there. Wasting away. Yeah, the numbers are like thirty nine to 59,000 tons. Why not burn it for energy? Well, my scientific friend, I will tell you why. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes you just make the, 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 the most random, serious face. Dun, dun, dun. Well, I'm not sure if you're aware of how clothing gets made, sir, but there are many a chemical that gets used in the clothing process. And if you burn it... Okay. It kills Mama Earth. Okay. Really? Are you making this up, or did you read it? No. I mean, there's dyes. There's all sure. sorts of finishers Plastics that are put on clothes. Right. You want to just burn everything? Hey, we fire, talked about this already. This fire is what, retardants. Right. Can't uh, be burning stuff. Yeah, you just can't. Okay. 
Uh, no, what we are looking at here is a basic free donation bin. Okay. That the people of Chile, and there's accounts of this, will just kind of walk around and shop at and have found like clothes with tags on them still. Okay, wait a minute. So this isn't, for our, our listeners, this is not a market. No, this is a dump. This is not a warehouse. This uh, is outside. This this looks, oh my, it is a river of clothes. It's the sand dunes. But yeah. instead of sand, it's clothing. Oh my God. And people, there's no road. I'm, no, I mean, they've made like these little, like little places to yeah. get through and stuff. Uh, this is in, it's coming off of the port of Iquique. Iquique. I-Q-U-I-Q-U-E. So for our Chilean listeners, you could Give me let a us pronunciation know. Yeah. of that. Oh, wait, hold on. I, I see it. Aikaki. Oh, there you go. Kaki, yeah. There you go. Now, let's, just, let's talk about fast fashion. Okay. Fast fashion uh, is the way in which we basically do clothing nowadays, where it is not kind of the buy, buy – if it's buy nice or buy twice – we're buying twice. Got it. Because, Did you come up with that? No. Okay. But my friend told me that. Dude, shout out. I use it all the time. Yeah. And the older right. I'm getting, the more I'm like, gosh dang it, you're right. Which way do you go? You buying? I used to buy twice. Okay. But now I'm like, dude, just gotta buy nice. That's where I'm going. So happens when you get older, you realize that more isn't better. Better no. is better. Be- better is better. better. And no, no, no. More is not better. Better is best. Better is best. Dude, I feel like you put that on a shirt. Okay. Uh. So when I talk about fast fashion, the mm-hmm. which is driven primarily by the marketing and advertising people right. who are constantly trying to get you to be one season ahead in your clothing. Again, something I did not grow up doing. I did not realize that you bought a wardrobe per season. Yes, you are supposed to, right? Twice a year at least. In the civilized world, $5 coffees, $5 gallon of gas, $5 t-shirt. Yep. Every season. Life is good. Okay. And the justification there is, well, it's only five bucks. Right. So if you can get six or seven wares out of five bucks, Mm -hmm. then life is good. And that's traditionally what we're looking at when it comes to fast fashion. Now, some of the brands that are kind of popularized and done this, now this is not free advertisement, but... And we don't want to get canceled. It is the opposite of that. Maybe you should think about buying from them. Uh, Full disclosure, I do own items from these places. Uh, Zara, H&M, Forever 21, Fashion Nova, and Sheen are all places that are known for selling very cheap clothing. Would you be surprised to find out that I only know two of those places and own nothing from them? I'm not surprised. And now it's not because you don't want it. It's because you don't know how to get to it. That's not accurate because they do not make uh, clothes that fit me. Uh, I I learned this with uh, Banana Republic and Gap. Mm. If they don't want chub chubs wearing their stuff, they do not make an extra large that will fit a decently sized uh, middle-aged man. Well, there you go. Yeah. It's just not for you. Yeah. Now, a couple of facts here. The number of purchases by people for their clothing Mm -hmm. between the year 2000 and 2014 have gone up by about 60%. So we are purchasing about 60% more clothing, and that was in 2014, than we were in 2000. But we are only keeping our clothes half as long. Wow. And I know this to be true because I get rid of clothes all the time. But you, don't you sell them? I do try and sell them as much as I possibly can. And there is a market for that. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the things that they're arguing, like, we should start doing this more. You should try and sell your clothes. 
as much as possible. Right. Now, here's what's crazy. Are you ready for this? Fashion Nova, which you don't know anything about, is sort of becoming known as like an Instagram brand. Like they spend a lot of money on advertising to Instagram. Okay. They launch about 600 new items every week. Wow. Not 600 pieces of the same item. No, this is 600 different. new items. And when you say items, I, I anticipate it's easy to make a T-shirt, right? You just you screen print it, whatever. But you're looking at patterns and fabric and... Jackets and denim and all sorts of Belts and scarves and hats and that sort of thing. And that's just one company. Right. Now, do you need 600 new items a week? No. Do you need 600 items total? No. Most civilizations... You're counting on one hand, not only what you're eating for your entire life, but you're counting what you're wearing for your entire life. That's true. Now, the curmudgeon in you is going to be like, I, I agree with this. Or maybe not agree. I don't know, uh -huh. but it'll make sense to you. Instagram and social media has ruined fashion for most people. I Because there was a study that was done by this... Uh, Hub Hub, which is a you, wait, wait. a, a London-based uh, environmental charity group. Hub Hub is the H -U -B -A name. H U B Hub Hub, Hub Hub H U B B U B. Okay. So, do you know what hashtag O O T D means? Hashtag what? O O T D. No. This is going to show your age. It means outfit of the day. What? So, as you have okay. your outfit, if you're trying to flex on the gram or whatever. What are you doing? <laughs> Flex on the gram? You're trying to show your outfit. Is that show... what you just said? <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. And you do it on Instagram. You hashtag it OOTD. Okay. Grandfather. And so <laughs> okay. 2017, they do a study, and they found that 41% of 18 to 25-year-olds felt pressure to wear a different outfit every time they went out. Now, you have young daughters. Yes. Are you experiencing this? Not as much. However, uh, they're four years apart, and I really do feel like the generation split, there. split right there. So Rachel, uh, older, and goes for kind of a classic sure. uh, gypsy vibe, and Alyssa goes for the fast fashion sheen, yes. sparkled. Now, one in six people that they asked said that they don't feel like they could wear an outfit again if they have a picture of it on their social media. This is mental illness, Mark. It is It is to an extent like you're not supposed to let people think that you wear the same outfit twice. Right. Or there's like a, a – I don't even know what you would call it, but this idea like, oh, I've already hired to have a picture in that outfit. Mm -hmm. I need to make sure I get a picture in a different outfit. And I, I have to imagine that the uh, fashion industry thought to themselves, let's create this – drive this this appetite in people that they want to consume more and more and this is this is where i disagree with capitalism that capitalism is different than consumerism because consumerism can be a very unhealthy appetite well and you're seeing it right here absolutely maybe there is no better example than this than you no, not than me. Oh, and, okay. Because you, you make everything look really, really cool. I want to be Mark Tackett. Well, I completely understand that. But you understand if I tried to dress like you, my wife would kick me out. I would love to see it, though. Okay. I not did, you kicked out, but you dress like me. I bought a shirt uh, going to, to Hawaii. I knew it was a Mark Tackett-esque-like shirt. I put it on anyways, and I said, before you say what you're going to say, just let me, tell me if, if you like the shirt. 
And she goes, you're not wearing that shirt. You look like Mark Tackett. <laughs> Dang it. I could have had a style. Yeah, I just don't think she wants me looking like you. No, I understand. Yeah. So this fast fashion, which makes you not feel bad about throwing away clothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that $5 shirt, $12 pants. This is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So the amount of textiles, uh, even in the U.S., which I don't want people to think like we're just throwing away clothing in Chile, because we're not. Throwing it away in the United States over the past 60 years has gone from 1.7 million tons to 11.3 million tons of garments being disposed. Now, when you throw your garments away, there isn't a garment trash can. Not a garment section. So how, how would a garment – because that's a massive number. These, these are the clothes that you can count. Sure, So, which is pretty low. I would, or sorry, pretty hard to find. Yeah. I would imagine this coming from, like, at some point, Goodwill's like, we can't keep housing this stuff. By the way, I have been to the Goodwill at San Jose, their giant hub. That one is a big one. You can buy clothes by the pallet. Exactly. And these were the ones that they would wrap in bales, and then you could buy a bale for 10 bucks. Or uh, I know a lot of missionary organizations would buy these and send them overseas to let people have access uh you know to it but how how do the clothes get to chile to akiki so the stuff that i've read so far and of course they're trying to change this right because now this is becoming Who's a they? Social, the uh, shadow people <laughs> no this is becoming a social media issue and it's a, a stain it's okay. a bad look um but what i've read so far is it is like a duty-free area so you do not have to pay taxes on imported products uh, and it's also just an area that's surrounded by nothingness. It's the Atacama Desert. Like, Auto. no one's no one's going to notice. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's sort of similar to our Point Nemo. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so far away from everything that everyone's like, yeah, you can just put it here. But, but the, here's what's blowing me away. Somebody has to invest resources, millions of dollars, to intentionally take these garments to a remote place we're looking at fossil fuels we're looking at uh, machinery trains ships planes whatever and then they are paying somebody to physically dump garments in the middle of the desert yeah my guess would kind of be just geographically where it's located Mm -hmm. you know the majority of clothing is made in southeast asia Mm -hmm. right so you're gonna need to find a place it's at least on that side of the world right yeah, well, because on my map, uh, South America is on the other side right. of Asia. You never see how right? No, because you always split that's the Pacific Ocean. Yeah, that's yeah. the school's fault. Okay. Uh, that would be my guess, but I don't know for sure. All I know is that now they are absolutely trying to pass laws to make this not a thing. And and who who passes them? I mean, Chile, I think. So Chile is now saying, you are taking advantage of our duty free port, and you are dumping clothes. Well. It's, you know, it's waste, and at some point, so this is what I have seen here, is that the producers must take charge mm-hmm. of the waste that they're generating. You cannot just use this place as a free dumping ground. Like, you got to pay for your mistakes, essentially. Uh, the laws in the process are being implemented, and it's expected that by 2023 will be in full application in that the categories of products covered by the law will be extended meaning that fashion would be included, clothing would be included. Right. And then, of course, how do you, how do you penalize a company 
Are, are we suggesting that the company sent the clothes here? Well, are we not? If you roll it back, do we not punish companies who dump pollutants into water? Yeah. Yeah. So and they get fined. Right. So uh, just off the top of my head, Nike. Uh, Easy. What I do? Well, they're near and dear to my heart. Oh, okay. So let me back up. Stussy. Also near and dear to my heart. D. Okay. Uh, you wouldn't Le- even know this, but they're making they're making a comeback. I did know that because I've got a couple kids in my class who Perhaps remind me of a young. On. Let's go, Fila. F- <laughs> I saw Fila just the other day. I know. It doesn't mean okay. you should. But anyways, Fila makes stuff, and buyers buy stuff, and Fila winds up in Macy's, and for whatever reason, it's a very tacky Fila shirt. Like most of them are. Yeah. And nobody buys it. So it, it gets sold by Macy to Marshalls. Right. Makes it makes its run. It makes its run. Doesn't sell. And eventually, like the Island of Misfit Toys, who decides to put the tacky Fila shirt on a boat? No, for sure. All right. At some point, is it not no longer? Is it not no longer? Gosh. Is it no longer Fila's responsibility? Like, we've done I, our part. We sold it, it to Macy's. No, I think Fila's function is to produce something. Hey, or make better clothing, though, you know? Like, at what point are we going to start holding way, people accountable for I, bad clothing? I think you and I have the exact same image of the person who was buying this tacky Fila shirt. Yo, shout out to the Fila wearers By the, the way, world. when was the last time you wore rayon? <laughs> yeah. Now, we're all about solutions here are on we? the common okay. counterpart. This is where you come in, sir. Okay. My science man. Uh, And here's what I don't like. I do not love, because I've heard this argument before for cows, it takes X amount of water to make a hamburger. You've heard this argument from from vegans before? Yeah. Yeah, I don't love it. Uh, They're also making these types of arguments for how much water it takes to make blue jeans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's a complicated process. Uh, And they would say that for one pair of jeans, you need 750... 7,500 liters of water. Jeez, okay. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever the argument <laughs> the is. Disgust it just makes face. me so annoyed. Like, let's just make the biggest argument ever. Yeah. I do I do also love how statistically things always end in nice, even, even numbers. Even numbers, yeah. for sure. Not, not an extra. Yeah. Here's what they are doing. Because it is a problem. Let's talk about the problems first. Okay. You're going to get this into the water. This, are you not the the dyes the dyes yes. the the buttons the material yeah. like you said the yeah. things that are sprayed on them right all sorts of stuff this is a major issue it's a major issue because it's ending up on and we've seen this in other places india ran a study near one of their garment areas mm-hmm. that they have stuff and it ended up inside the cows makes because makes sense right that's yeah. it's sort of how it works one of the things that they are, that's probably why Chile's passing this law, like you're ruining our country. Mm-hmm. You can't just put your stuff here. One of the things that they're doing that I thought was kind of cool is they're using it as insulation for houses. Well, that would be clever. Because, well, and, and we do that in America where uh, lead paint, uh, sometimes if you just paint over the lead paint or asbestos, if you just lay a floor over the asbestos, you don't worry about it because it's no longer able to get airborne and impact somebody. So why not just take a bunch of old T-shirts and socks and jeans and that sort of thing and, and stuff it in your house? Well, isn't this the part of capitalism that you love? Like the idea of problem solving, coming up with a unique solution and making money off of it. Absolutely. No. Right? So Franklin Zapata, 
who founded a company called Ecofibra. <laughs> Shout out to you <laughs> for this installation. Um, and, and, and let's be honest, it only works for a little bit. No, it's not a it's not an end all be all. Right now, none I will of say, them ever are. I will say this: um, when you look at fast fashion, because garments are flammable, I believe there are laws that require some clothing be uh, uh, have fire retardants in the fabric. Correct. There's also why you should wash your clothes before you wear them. Dude, so okay. disgusting. How do pe- some people? Not to throw my wife under the bus. Whoa. Okay. I, Wish, the bus. wish we had the five second delay. Yeah. Hey, wash your clothes. That's disgusting. Uh, what about the guy that shows up to a wedding reception and he still has the folds in his brand new dress shirt? Yeah. It's tough, right? It's a bad look. You definitely should wash your clothes. I agree. Um, because they do have the solvents and th- I mean, they've got uh, uh, chemicals that are to keep the, the bacteria and the fungus and the, and the, and the critters away. Um, and that's only the actual clothes itself. So other problems with fast fashion, mm-hmm. is, which this is not an episode on, but also true, unlivable wages right. that are being paid to the people that are doing it. So you are supporting child labor by yes. buying fast fashion. And there is a uh, – did you ever see that documentary? Um, is it Fast Fashion or – No, Fashion Inc. Fashion Inc. Yeah, it's good. It is good. I think, it, well, maybe it's not called Fashion Inc. No, it's – I might have made that up. Dying. Anyways, it's terrifying because – I, I like a good flip-flop, right? Every summer, I got to get a new pair of flips. Hey. Hey. Yeah? You're a grown man, though, you know? Yeah? Don't show your toes. Oh, they look good. Hey. By the way. You shouldn't wear open-toed shoes. I, I have gone and gotten a couple petties with the wife, and uh, my, my feet look good. This is the PSA. <laughs> if you are a male over the age of 12, do not wear flip-flops. You are, you are such a hypocrite. Unless you are actually at a pool. Okay, you are a hypocrite. because I have seen. Any- you're a liar. I've seen Don't you wear your any. slides. Hey, slides, if you're at a game. Oh, they're different. And you're going to okay. put cleats on Got or it. you're at an actual pool. Otherwise, yeah. put some real shoes on be a man, huh? Okay. I won't do that. PSA over. <laughs> By the way, the uh, you ever thought about the, the soles of shoes are, are rubber, right? Yes. So you got to do that stuff when it's wet like with like a waffle iron. So somebody is standing in a dirt floor slum in a part of the world that you would never go to pressing your nike pressing your timberland soles smelling those fumes so not only is it not livable but no it's harmful you're shorting shortening the life of of the of the worker and you can go on and on we're talking about no codes we're Mm -mm. talking about basic human rights not being you know recognized and so there is that piece. Now, we also don't want to pay $45 for a t-shirt. I don't. Well, and but people do. I know, but the vast majority of people don't. So you are passively okay with the process that it takes to get you a $5 shirt. Right. And let's be honest. The, in, we're, we're blessed in America. We've got the cotton, right? So we've got the cotton. We can make the ink, print, print, iron on whatever decal you want, and you've got yourself a $12 shirt. You're really, are you really paying for quality? When you buy a $45 t-shirt? It's tough, right? This idea that we think that if we buy it locally, like you talked about, we buy it in America, the product is going to be better. Mm-hmm. There are instances where that is absolutely true. I, I would love to know what they are. Boots. Like Amer- like, like Red Wing boots that are work, made in America? Work boots? Like Cowboy boots? All, all of the above. Okay. But Got work it. boots. Uh, denim. 
Is it? That is not fast fashion. Is insanely good. Okay. I didn't know that. So will last you so long. So would would you? It would be interesting to have a fashion archaeologist go to the desert of Chile, and uh, go through the geologic layers of fast fashion and clothing, and look at all the trends. Yes, that worked and didn't work, and and see what's there, what's not selling. So here's something: what what happens when um, the fashion industry is uh, uh, doxed or canceled, cultured or whatever? And you have to put a microchip, or you have to put some sort of tag, in, a tag that is not removable, so that we can know where, where it winds up. Because yeah. isn't that what you were talking about, that people are wanting to end this There's a movement. Disposal? There's a movement okay. of it, and I think that it's going to—I don't think it's going to come as a result of that. I think it's going to come as a reaction to countries as they develop. Okay. Bangladesh is going to be like, yo, we can't do that no more. Yeah, Sri Lanka, like, Vietnam, yeah, yeah Honduras. We to, yeah, we're stepping our game up. When that happens, we have to find a way to deal with those consequences. And it's not just fashion. Right. Anything that's assembled, that's made, that's put together, all mm-hmm. the stuff that we get imported because we no longer have to do it because we are, quote, unquote, further developed than that. Right. We're going to have to deal with that. Are you prepared to buy a $200 jacket? Because it was made in America, and because minimum wage is so much higher. Um, I'm going to drop some some info on you. You might be surprised. I have never, nor will I ever buy a $200 hey, jacket. Hey, you will, though, you know? No, I won't. Because then you will freeze. <laughs> because once we start doing this Listen, in America we, only. We, we can, we, I can make a decent parka or wrap myself in a blanket. You can go kill an animal and wear the fur. And let's be honest. One of the things we have to deal with in the in the developed world is we like what we want. We want it cheap. We want it fast. And when we don't want it no more, we want it to go away. But we also want it hashtag sustainable. Do we now? But isn't this hashtag sustainable just uh, something I tell myself to feel good? Of course it is. Absolutely. Because I can tell you right now, you know what's sustainable? Wearing clothes the way I wear them. Because I <laughs> I remember, like, throwing stuff away, and my kids were like, Dad, that has been in your closet for 15 years. Yep. And it still fits? No, Dad, it doesn't. <laughs> but you still got it. And, I still have and it. And you're tied to memories with it. But but I, I, I got my $15 out of that shirt I've had for 15 years. Right. And I, I honest, and I will, you know, let's be transparent here. I have definitely bought an a shirt for a occasion for an occasion one and done one and done i will wear this to this wedding Uh and then another wedding will come along and i'll be like i've already worn that shirt to a wedding you know what i've seen this with high school girls going to a dance okay well that's that is a that that's probably (laughs) the try to defend your i'm not but that is probably the most relatable that people can get Mm -hmm. you can you imagine Buying a dress for prom and wearing it to every prom for no. four years. No. Do you think that there has ever been a girl in high school that has done this? I have that to. That is a cardinal sin. It is. And I've always wondered why uh, women don't swap dresses. And I think they do now. I think they're realizing right. and, and again, guys get off lucky. Well, in my generation, we got off lucky. We, we rented the, the tux. Nowadays, guys coming in blingy. For sure. Yeah. But that that's the whole idea, right? Mm-hmm. And this would be a crazy study 
mm-hmm. and someone's probably already doing it. But I would love for people to someone to look at people's Instagrams and look at their grids mm-hmm. and count the number of times that they have repeated an outfit on the gram. And what what would they, I think it's low? Well, it has to be low. And what what that's going to do to somebody's mental and emotional health to get called out for taking a picture in the same shirt. I will tell you what does bother me, and this is embarrassing for me. If there is a picture of me being posted someplace and I'm wearing the same shirt that day, I'm wearing in the picture. That happened one time at school. There was like a presentation and I was up on it wearing a certain shirt weeks later, right? I'm in the exact same shirt. That was awkward. That's the same thing. No, I don't think so. It's just not the gram. Maybe. In fact, yours is even worse because that's only going to be up for a couple seconds. Yeah, but people can, I mean, I'm there. It's not a picture of me. Yeah, for sure. You know what? I I take it back. I feel like an idiot for for even mentioning it. No, hey, thanks for being vulnerable. (laughs) That's what we do here on The Counterpart. We get vulnerable. Do you think think there's a solution? No. I I don't think that there's a, a... plausible solution for people who are trying to have the best of both worlds Mm -hmm. you want to be fashionable you want to look cute you want to have new outfits Mm -hmm. you want your grid to pop you want all of these things to happen and you also want it for cheap so you're not going to get that you can't have both so we've mentioned this before trade-offs right you're you're going to have to find a, a happy medium and maybe just maybe uh making ourselves so fixated on fashion and looks and the exterior may not be as uh, glamorous as we've been told. Well, and if everybody would just agree and be cool with it, with us, we could all just do the same thing. Well, just agree with us. We just need to go to all uniforms. I wouldn't be. I, listen, uh, my grandfather flew uh, in and out of the Middle East for years, and I don't know what you call the, uh, the garb. The garb, but he it's loved it. It's just a white pair of pants and a long white shirt. Like, hey, Kanye used to wear the long shirt, yeah? Hey, some days you wouldn't be mad at it, would Did you? Did you wear the long shirt? No. The long Kanye I'm not tall shirts? En- I'm not tall enough. Okay. I feel like it would make me look stumpy. See, and I I was afraid it would look like I was wearing a uh, night shirt. <laughs> just a nightgown? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, this has been a look at the Atacama Desert. Uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram at the Common Counterpart because we will be posting some images for you to get the full visual effect of what's happening. Yeah. But before we go. Yeah, well, you dropped an amazing words of the wisdom on me. Well, I uh, love when you compliment me. Well, it happens uh, often. But uh, my boy, Mahatma Gandhi, there is no beauty in the finest cloth if it makes hunger and unhappiness. Did he know about fast fashion? I don't. He, I mean, he must have. He was smart guy. Didn't the British show up with their red coats and that sort of thing? Smart guy. So we knew what he was talking about. Uh, so we are going to try to be hashtag sustainable. We are going to try to uh, solve problems where we can solve problems. And I am going to go through my Instagram and find instances of me wearing the same thing. And I'm going to see how many pictures I have versus how many times I'm wearing the same outfit. I'm going to put that on the table. Okay, and, and listen, for those of you who are listening who are connected to Mark's Instagram, maybe if you could do it first and then shame him on other social media platforms, that would be fun too. But also, <laughs> I'm a very sensitive individual. Please do not comment on my pictures and let me know when I'm wearing the same thing. Yeah, don't do that. All right, he guys. He is sensitive. Love y'all. See you.